Hi, and welcome to the Carnivore Stories podcast with me, Alyssa Grubner. The carnivore way of eating has completely changed my life, and it's stories just like the ones you'll hear on this podcast that kept me encouraged every step of the way. I hope you're ready to hear an inspirational carnivore story. I know I am. So let's get into it. Hi, welcome to episode two of the Carnivore Stories podcast. I am your host, Alyssa Grubner, and today I am joined by Tiny Bechtel. Tiny is a registered nurse in the Neuro ICU, and she lives in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You can find her on Instagram at ketoforetinyb. Thank you so much for meeting with me today, Tiny. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for the great introduction. I'm very excited to be here. How are you? Yes, yes, I am outstanding. I'm outstanding. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump right in. The first thing I wanted to ask you is, how many years young are you? And can you give us some background about your life? leading up to when you found carnivore? Yes, absolutely. So I am 37 years young. I currently live in Philadelphia, like you said, but I am from Swaziland, well, now named Eswatini, it's a small country in Southern Africa. So I grew up there. I moved to the States when I was 18 years old. This is about 2003, I came to go to university. So as far as how I got into carnivore, it starts from years of being overweight. As a child, I was overweight. Oh. As a teenager, as an adult, never had yes, that I can relate. <laughs> you know, never had that moment where I just was not worried about weight. So this started very a lot. So and so that the, those thoughts led me to just being on a diet my mm-hmm. whole life. So I think my the first time. I realized I could, you know, diet. I was a teenager. I think I don't remember how old I was, but I was, you know, around high school, maybe before high school. I mean, high school years are a little different back home than they are here. So I I just started not eating (laughs) because I thought, Mm -hmm. okay, if I don't eat, I won't gain weight or I will lose some weight. So it started with that mental thing and then I was got hungry (laughs) I could not Mm -hmm. not eat for a while and then that led me to just starting to have very very unhealthy habits with food so it would be the thing where I'm like oh now I ate too much now I can't I should restrict myself and so then I would do the thing where I didn't eat you know it probably wouldn't even last a, a day or two and then I would be like, okay, then I, I'm hungry now. So then I would binge eat on all the wrong things because I didn't even understand yeah. nutrition. I would, everything. I would and so, you know, so now restricting and binging, restricting and binging. And now it led me to when I came to the States and I, um, I'm still overweight. But at that point, I, I don't, even though I knew I had to be on a diet, I didn't even understand what that was. And now there was more abundance in food because back home, it's like you ate because it was time to eat or you could, you know, have some snacks here and there, but it wasn't in my face all of the time. So now coming here to the States, it was just food, 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 food. I've never seen so much food and I love food and I love 
junk food. And so it just got so out of control, <laughs> so out of control until I, yeah. um, I believe it, it was like my first year out of college when I got introduced okay. to Weight Watchers. And then okay. I started that diet, got some success out of it, mm-hmm. but I was hungry all the time and it never stopped me from having, you know, the binging moments. Yeah. And then at some point, a few years later, I learned about keto mm-hmm. and some success with that. But then, of course, I would have moments where I would have the binging. Yeah. And then, so it was back and forth between Weight Watchers and keto, color restriction, um, just hunger and mental, just, just horrible relationship with food. Until um, I decided last year in 2021, I decided, you know what, I'm going to try keto again. Mm-hmm. And I did. And at that point, I was doing it with my sisters. So it kind of it felt really good. But okay. then it was difficult to stay away from the keto trap, this, you know, the yeah. keto treats, the that, and, yes. and then, le- yes. <laughs> and then leading to hearing people online, you know, like it's like, I was always researching some, some diet and to lose weight. And then in July of 2021 is when I finally was like, you know what, this carnivore thing sounds okay. I get to eat. I don't count what I'm eating. I don't track right. anything. I eat until I'm full and then I live the rest uh-huh. of my life. And right. So I, right. I got into it. <laughs> I know so, that was a long Okay, so long let me story. ask you. <laughs> no, 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 that was perfect. Let me ask you though. So you you knew about keto for a while and you kind of went back and forth. When was the first time you heard, you became aware of carnivore that hey, you can just eat meat? When was the first time? Or where did, where did you say, first hear about carnivore? I would say the first time I heard, well, YouTube. I mean, I do spend a lot of okay. time on, 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 like, just listening to, you know, diet and health and fitness kind of podcasty type thing on YouTube. I, I follow a lot of channels. I don't really remember what sparked my attention, but I can tell you it was all close to July last year. So I would say maybe mm-hmm. two months before July, 2021, I, I just like a, a video popped up, but the video that I remember, um, I, I think her name is Lily King. And yeah, I remember okay. her energy just popped, you know, you know what she had this video and it said, all I eat is meat and eggs or something like that on, on her, on her caption. And yeah. I thought this girl's crazy. <laughs> right right so then I I ended up clicking on her video because it wasn't a long video and I just wanted to hear what she was talking about and so she's talking about she eats meat she eats eggs and you know she looks really good and she has this very catchy energy so I couldn't stop listening to her but even at the end of that video I was like this is crazy you know like how can she just eat this but at that point too I didn't even link that to a weight loss type of thing because Lily she's there you know she she looks very good she looks fit and I didn't like connect on the weight loss part because Mm -hmm. I'm like well my really my only reason ever in life to try some crazy thing is to lose weight right so and then I think after I watched a video you know YouTube will start giving you other suggestions I saw the video of um uh I started following um Oh goodness! Now I'm I'm blanking. Laura, Laura Spath. Okay. Her videos yeah. started to pop up. 
Okay. And so, and then I'm, I just started binge watching her video and I started following it. I'm like, this girl, she really lost all this weight eating meat. And I think she did a lot of fasting back then. Like I said, you know, how? So then I started reading about it and then I thought, oh my God, it makes sense. It's a, it's a ketogenic diet where you don't really eat any carbs. And for me, I think it might help me because I have a binge eating problem. Right. And a lot of my binge eating comes from being triggered by certain things. And those certain yeah. things are carbohydrates of any kind, you know? So even with keto, right. that's when I realized that keto really for me, even though it can work, it is hard for me to not have the keto treats and mm -hmm. the keto sweeteners and things like that. And, and I realized that if I can't just do what she did by just eliminating the sugar so I don't crave it, if I could just... Right. eliminate the, the you know veggies because when I don't love vegetables I just thought it was something I was supposed to be eating right. and so right. then around that time you know I, I it was all cold us around July but then it, I just thought you know what I'm gonna do it I don't have to count carbs I don't even like the thing of subtracting their carbs and total carbs I I don't want to weigh myself I don't want to worry I just want to mm -hmm. eat and feel full and right it's so simple <laughs> it's so simple so simple yeah and yeah, and those, those keto treats, they are a slippery slope because before you know it, all you're eating is keto treats. <laughs> all day. I would buy, I go to Costco and get the little cookie thing. It's like a big bag of cookies like this and the serving, oh, it's only two net carbs for so much. Right. And then I just keep right. going until that bag was gone. And then I'd feel yeah. horrible. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then and eliminating everything, you know, it's not even an option. It's just, if it's meat, you eat it. And it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? It really is. Um, okay, so I wanted, next thing I wanted to ask you is, oh, did you have any issues adapting to carnivore? I know that for me, because I was coming from keto, I didn't go through like a keto flu or anything going to carnivore, but did you have um, any adaptation issues? Honestly, I was, like you said, I was coming from keto. So mm -hmm. it, no, it was not, it was, I didn't feel the keto flu because I think I was already in some kind of ketosis and I already had learned about <clears throat> like supplementing with electrolytes. Okay. And um, so I knew going into that, that, you know, I, I was going to need electrolytes if I wasn't feeling well. And funny thing, you know, um, talking about adaptation, I, I, you know, I learned like a lot of people who go into carnivore like the first couple of weeks or whatever, they'll have like, you know, some loose stools or whatever. Right. And yeah. I, I, I so I was concerned about having loose stools, but at the same time, I was like, actually, this wouldn't be such a bad thing because I'm always constipated. Okay. I was okay. constipated yeah. on the American standard diet and I was mm -hmm. constipated on the keto diet. So I okay. thought, oh my God, if there was ever a, a, a way of eating where, I'm not constipated. Yeah. That would be great. You know, right, so, right. So I, I, so I, I kind of was expecting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I was expecting that the, the, you know, the blue stools, but they never uh -huh. even came. Like, oh, I, oh. you know, my bowels work just fine. Like, I don't go okay. every day, but I'm not constipated. But I never even went through that phase where I was like waiting to be like, oh, I'm going to have diarrhea. No, yeah. it did not happen. <laughs> so, to be honest, no, I don't, because I was coming from keto. I did not feel that keto flu that I felt coming from, you know, American standard diet. Right. Like my body right. kind of already 
like was in a space where I wasn't withdrawing from carbs like that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. So what about your family and friends? What do they think about you eating all meat? Or what is so that now, like navigating? Yeah. So now it's been, I think, long enough, but I'm going to just rewind. So my my parents, for example, they know, well, my family in general, they know I've struggled with my weight. And mm-hmm. they know that I have tried a lot of things and they know I'm very sensitive about whatever my weight in general. And then also about what I'm trying to do at the time to kind of fix the problem. Mm-hmm. So they, I think they've seen me mentally just going through these ups and downs with my weight that they kind of, they always support what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, they just don't say anything about it because okay. they don't want to okay. mess with me. <laughs> okay. So, you know, so with carnivore, I think it was such an extreme because before it's like Weight Watchers, it's like, oh, okay, that's good. You still eat regular food, you know, mm-hmm. you just have to count your points, which makes sense, you know. And then keto, I think my, my they just didn't understand what that meant. And so I would find myself like needing to explain a lot, like, you know, it's, you know, you eat fruit, you eat meat and vegetables and, you know, low sugar fruit. Mm-hmm. And it, it still was just difficult, you know, especially coming from a family where we, we cook a lot and then we eat whole foods. Like my family's not a too much into junk food. I'm too much into junk food. Okay. Okay. Um, so, so it Is was that American I'm, influence. It's, oh it's the God, American for influencer. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. And so when we would, you know, the fruit thing, I think that's the thing my mother had a problem with that, you know, I'm not eating fruit when I'm on keto. So then I would just try to explain to her mom, it's carbohydrates. I don't respond well to carbohydrates. But when mm-hmm. I came to carnivore, I think they just thought, oh my goodness, this kid has lost her mind. She has completely lost it. And here we are. Right. And, but lucky for me, like I said, when I was doing keto this last time, I was doing it with my sisters. And my sisters okay. had caught on about the ketogenic diet and really what it was. So I, I had the support from my, sis, my younger sister in general. She understood that if you want to be in ketosis, you got to cut out the carbs. Mm-hmm. And if eating meat means you don't have to ever worry about the carbs, it's still a way of a ketogenic diet. but you know they still just didn't understand the whole thing about what about your vegetables you know you need your vegetables so the hardest thing was just to explain to them that I was going to get the nutrition from the meat don't worry about it I'm going to you know so I I just kept repeating myself I don't need vegetables to get nutrition Uh I I get all my nutrition from eating this steak I get all my nutrition from making this bone broth you know I I kept it to repeat it to, to my parents and, and then as far as my friends, I guess I'm just like older now. So I, I don't care as much. And I yeah. just tell them, you know, so I just tell them I, I, I'm eating meat. <laughs> and then uh-huh. it's not like a long discussion. I mean, sometimes if I'm at work and I'll, I'll you know, people, they're talking about whatever that they think is healthy mm-hmm. and then they'll comment because they found my Instagram. Oh my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then they will, they'll keep making these comments kind of comments like you know tiny doesn't eat this she'll just eat a bunch of meat and then somebody will ask me a question you know like you don't eat your fruit like your vegetables you know what about your fiber what about this this you know nutrient what about this and so at those points I'll have the conversation with them but then I have to always catch myself like these people are not where I am and they don't Mm -hmm. understand what I understand and that's okay 
but right. I, you know, my best friend, she, she eats like regular food and mm-hmm. she will roll her eyes. She won't say anything. She'll just be like, oh, okay, tiny, you're eating your meat. <laughs> and that's fine. So I think now, because I've been, it was difficult in the beginning, but mm-hmm. now it's, it's, it's just my parents are here visiting right now. And they understand that I'm going to wake up and eat meat. Right. And they see you're still alive. (laughs) You're getting up every morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they don't, it's not hard with my family. It's actually, they, they just understand that I'm going to do what I want and they're okay. Right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's good. That's good. All right. Um, Are you strict carnivore? So like, I think of strict carnivore as someone who's just eating beef, salt and water. Mm-hmm. Or um, what what do you include in in your in your diet? So I've had different phases of of it. <laughs> so yeah, right yeah. now, <laughs> so I think in the in the beginning I was um, eating just meat, you know, like whatever carnivore stuff. Mm-hmm. I was including yeah every every um, you know beef, chicken, fish, whatever. I was eating it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I, I decided at some point last year, I decided to try like do like a, a beef and salt challenge where mm. you eat the ruminants and just salt yeah. and some, some, some spices or whatever. And, but then that was restricting, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it, it was, fun, it was okay because I was doing it with a group. It was only for 30 days right. and it was fun actually to see how, the many ways I can make beef. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then you get real after, creative. Yeah. And then after after that, I, I I learned that I could do without um the dairy because I love mm-hmm. dairy, but dairy is one of those things for me that I it, it triggers like the addiction yes. thoughts in in them in my mind. So I learned that I didn't need to have dairy, but also just how I didn't have the cravings for it the longer I didn't mm-hmm. eat it so sure. there was some point where I, yeah I wasn't eating dairy and then but other times you know like around like my my cycle I'm like craving it or <laughs> so where I am now with carnivore I am mostly I'm eating I'm still eating any every, anything I'm you know in the animal kingdom Mm-hmm. I, but I do try to limit the dairy because yeah. I just know that it triggers me. Like I can't eat a serving of cheese. You know, I eat the block of right. cheese. Yes. yes. Yeah. And yeah. So I, I definitely, I definitely struggle with binge eating too. And I know that feeling when a binge is coming on and I noticed that when I would have cheese, mm-hmm. you know, it, it would, it would trigger that feeling like oh what else can I get into some pork rinds some bacon you know <laughs> yes yes I love cheese but now I just I try if I'm gonna buy it I need to buy it for that specific meal right. you know and right. I cannot buy it close to my like menstrual cycle because I just okay. know when when that week before comes I have no control I'm just gonna go and just okay. grab it and you can't yeah. stop me. <laughs> I, I've learned, you know, over time. I know one, it's not a good idea for me to have it, but sometimes I just I I don't want to get myself to that moment where now I've restricted myself so much on something that I do like that it will then trigger the binge now because I'm stressed, exactly. you know. So it's mm-hmm. it's just like a lot. So to answer your question, I, I eat everything under the animal kingdom, okay. but I do limit the dairy, you know, I like heavy cream on my coffee. 
but I limit that. Now I just, you know, do black coffee in the morning because that's just a habit with the caffeine. Right. And I don't buy the heavy cream because if it's there, I'm going to put in the coffee. <laughs> and that's where I'm at. Okay. What about seasonings? Are you doing just salt or do you have like um, the other things like herbs, spices, pepper? So I do, I do herbs, I do spices. Uh, okay. I don't like black pepper, actually. I learned that after I started eating carnivore. Okay. Um, but I can tell you that my palate has changed since the beginning. Okay. And now. Yeah. In the beginning, I needed to, especially if I would make something like in the pressure cooker, and I like stews. You know, I grew up with a lot of stew meat. So mm-hmm. it was difficult for me to have a stew without, you know, the curry powder, you know, the garlic yeah. salt, the, the, so the, all right. these things. But then, so in the beginning, I did definitely ate a lot of the, all the season. I didn't have it. I didn't limit myself on that. Um, but then the more meat I ate, the less I liked that intense flavor of different things, right. you know? Right. So the I, noise. I, I, yeah. So now I just find myself eating, um, you know, I'll have a steak, but I, when I'm having steak, just steak, um, like a whole steak, not steak bite, I just want salt on mm-hmm. it and then when I eat like steak bites for example I might use garlic salt and mm-hmm. then so I, I just and it's less and less so I just don't like that and I, I just like the hint of the flavor but it can't just take over the taste of the meat if that makes sense so yes I still yeah. use the, the herbs but I I love just the meat with the salt and then a little hint of flavor of something else. Because sometimes I feel like it just helps with the variety too. Like if I'm eating, mm-hmm. you know, steak bites, I put garlic salt today, tomorrow I might use a little onion salt. But I'm also very selective mm-hmm. about what salt I'm using. I've okay. been, you know, sucked into Redmond's real salt. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, if I, so even if I do use those herbs, they're coming from Redmond. So it's like, you know, the organic, okay. there's no right. MSG, there's no sugar, there's none of that stuff. If it has any ingredient that I don't recognize, I don't even pick it up anymore. From yeah, it's trash. It's <laughs> trash. <laughs> <laughs> so do you fast? Ooh, fasting. <laughs> yes. Um, and, uh, well, I, well, today I'm not sure if I'm fasting or not, but I'm not hungry. I think I'm going to just push it until I am hungry. So going back to the weight loss thing, because it's very difficult for me to lose weight, you know, mm-hmm. even on carnivore, you know, some people get on carnivore and they're like, Oh, I lost 20 pounds. In yeah. Six, six minutes. Six, six <laughs> days. Yeah. Six minutes. Right? And, I, and I thought, I thought that's what was going to happen with me. I thought, you know, I, people are losing weight. I mean, even with Laura Spath, like I said, when she, I think she like lost her, like a, a bunch of her weight in the first six months or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I thought <laughs> that was going to happen for me. I'm just going to eat meat and like, whoosh, I'm going to just lose right. weight. Well, that didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. Uh-huh. And, it, and it, so I had points in, in, even in this journey where I'm just frustrated because I was so weight focused, like, wait, I want right. to lose weight, I want to lose weight. And so I find myself in just this thing where it's like everybody, you know what? I did lose weight on that 30 day um, beef and salt challenge. Okay. So okay. when I look at, you know, habits since carnivore, I, that was one that actually made an obvious change within 30 days. Mm-hmm. Um, so leading to fasting. So I 
always had a hard time fasting. When I was keto, I would always try intermittent fasting. Even when I wasn't keto, I'd learned about intermittent fasting at some point. It was not something that was easy for me. I mean, it was a struggle. It was a mental struggle. I could not do it. <clears throat> but then in December, I decided, you know what? I've been hearing about people that can do these long fasts. I don't know how to do it. And I'd never joined, um, I'd never like been part of like a carnivore community or a keto community or any kind, mm -hmm. really. Um, and I kept, you know, I was at that point I saw a lot of carnivore people on, on YouTube. And I kept hearing, you know, about fasting on carnivore. How one, it's easier because you're not hungry, which was true because even when I wasn't trying to fast, I would just uh, like um, it automatically eat two meals because I, I just wasn't hungry. And I, was, I didn't need to snack because I was just satisfied. Mm -hmm. So I learned about, I, I started following um, Steak and Butter Girl. Mm -hmm. And this led me to listening to her videos. And she was just talking about how she had this coach and she just all of a sudden learned how to fast and it was so easy. And I kept thinking, how would anybody ever fast for more than a day? And it would just be so easy. But at some point in December, I just was like, you know, I'm going to just join her community group just for the community part. Mm -hmm. And so as soon as I got into the group, there was just like this whole conversation about fasting, fasting. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not. I didn't come here for this. Like I'm not ready for for this. I just wanted community. I just wanted community support for eating carnivore and staying carnivore and things like that. But then I just because I'm the kind of person who anybody. If you ever told me, Alyssa, that you know if I did 80 jumping jacks, I'd lose a pound. I'm the kind of person who would just do that because you me told too. me that. <laughs> me too. Me too. So, so when I joined her group, I thought, and these people are talking about this fasting, this fasting, and it's like, it's like this whole schedule you follow, you build up to it. And I thought, okay, maybe I should try. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I got into fasting. And I did, I, I, I was doing, I, I started January of 2022 and I built my fasting muscle, but mm -hmm. you know, it started with eating two meals a day this week, you eating one meal a day, you do this alternate day thing. And honestly, it did not feel hard because it, it was the, the, the thing that was comforting because I could always eat. If I didn't feel good in fasting, I could always go back and eat. Really? And also when I, while it was an eating day, I could just eat. It wasn't like, you know, before when I was doing intermittent fasting where I would still, you know, I'm fasting for 16 hours. It's so difficult to get to that 16th hour. But now I have these eight hours to eat and I just binge for eight hours. It wasn't yeah. like that. It was just like, you fast for however long the day of fasting was. And then tomorrow you can just sit down and have this huge meal. And then you're not worrying about eating, you know, for how, you know, however long. So I got into fasting that way. It was through her group. And I actually like, you know, like it. I like how my mind is when I'm fasting. I like how my, even just like my GI tract, that feeling of just rest, mm -hmm. you know, like I'm not, I'm not full. I don't have to worry about cooking. And also I learned that I don't like to, I enjoy meal prepping at points, but I don't love eating carnivore on my, at work. One, because I got to yeah. meal prep it. I work 12 hour shifts, you know, 7 a.m. Okay. to 7 p.m. And I don't like bringing food to work, right? Like, and then mm -hmm. repeating it. So I, I, you know, in this fasting challenge that I was doing, I, re I learned all those things. It's like, I just would rather be at home and eat my meal at home. So now it's like, I'd rather yeah. just eat when I'm off work then because, then that way, I, you know, but it gets tricky. If I'm working three days in a row, of course, I'm not going to fast for three days. Sometimes, and then also if I'm, if I am, 
working till 8 p.m. I, you know, I don't want to wait till 8 p.m., 9 p.m. to eat some days. So it, mm-hmm. it, it, they, it's, it's been a lot of, you know, back and forth. So do I fast? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't, right now, since I finished that challenge, I don't have a strict fasting schedule, but I need to, I need some kind of structure. So this week, I'm just mm-hmm. thinking about, you know, I need to get back to creating a schedule that works for me to fast. But also, I'm the kind of person that if, if I go on a strict schedule about what I'm going to do, that is long, like you know, two months or so, I, bur- I, I get burned out. And right. I learned that from that challenge because it went from January to, like it was like three months or three plus months. Okay. And by the end of it, I, my mind was just like, okay, it was good, but this is, is also, it, it's, it, it's coming to a point where it's more stressed than it is fun. So I had to do another mental reset, you know, so which is kind of where I'm at right now. Like, am I fasting for 24 hours? Am I fasting for 48 hours? Am I fasting at all? Why am I even doing this fasting? You know, so I just keep having these conversations. (laughs) But uh, yes, I I do fast. Yes, I enjoy fasting and I love the benefits of it because I understand the science of it now. Um, Is it always easy for me to do it? No. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's... The thing with carnivore, I mean, you're so nourished from the meat, like your body does not freak out. Like I, I tried fasting before carnivore, before keto, and it was like this crisis in my body. Like I felt like I was dying, but if I do now that I'm carnivore, I will fast when it comes naturally, when I've eaten and my body just says, okay, we're good for a while. And I just wait until I'm hungry again. And the food tastes so, so much more amazing. Like I, I love saying the best seasoning is hunger. (laughs) You know, when when you're really ready to eat and you go ahead and eat. Um, Okay. So what do you typically eat in a day? What is your go-to? In a day. All right. Well, there isn't meat that I don't love. Yeah. But um, now I find myself leaning towards certain things. So I eat a lot of beef and it's not because I just only love beef. I mean, I love chicken. I love pork. I love yeah. lamb. But if I am thinking of what I'm going to eat and I go to the freezer, my I'll just reach <laughs> for uh-huh. the ribeye. I will reach yeah. for the beef short ribs. And then I have I have like some pork um, pork belly, and then sometimes I'm yes. like, do I want pork belly? Eh, I don't really want to just sit there and defrost. So automatically, I'm driven to beef. Yeah. And yeah. then I used to love eating eggs. I would eat eggs every single day. And okay. Now I go days without thinking about <laughs> eating eggs. And with chicken, my my boyfriend eats low carb. Uh-huh. keto wish, you know, with a lot of weekend, he eats whatever he wants. But yeah. I do all the cooking in the house. So he eats, you know, like he'll, he'll eat whatever I cook. And he likes chicken. So yeah. I pre- prepare a lot of chicken. And I noticed that the, most of the time I eat chicken is because I was cooking it for him. And mm-hmm. now it's here. So and now I'll eat the chicken. But my typical day for, <clears throat> for example, I'll like my first meal will be a steak in the air fryer. Whether it's a, I like ribeye. I just love ribeye, and I love um, uh, Brazilian picanha, which oh. I learned is like it's like some people call it rump roast or it's like the sirloin with the fat cap on it. Oh, okay. 
I am yet to get my hands, my paws on a Mekana, but that's what I want. I see it on Instagram and I'm like, "Mm, look at all that fat on the top. It's so delicious. (laughs) It is so good. And you know, the price difference, because I love ribeye, but if I, you get a ponder ribeye, I get my ribeyes from Costco, but you get a ponder ribeye for, I buy it in bulk. So it'll be like $10.99 a pound for the okay. ribeye. But then for the picanha, it's like $6.99 a pound. But the taste and just like that, that oh. juicy, just, it, I mean, it, it's, it, at some point, every, when I eat a picanha, I'll be like, oh my God, this is so much better than ribeye. <laughs> Oh but then God. I'll have a ribeye and I'm like, oh, I just love ribeye so much. <laughs> <laughs> so my typical day, so I'll, I start, you know, with, with, with some kind of steak. So either ribeye, picanha, short ribs, you know, I'll, I'll do that. And I'll, I'll just eat a whole lot of that. And then the, the second meal, um, it will be probably, will probably, if I'm, it will be something smaller. Like my, my first mm-hmm. meal is usually huge. Yeah. But then my later meal meal will be, it, it really could be, I can eat a steak again, or I can just make some eggs, um, maybe with some bacon for like the second meal. If I'm eating two meals, you know, so it's, it's a lot of steak. And then the week before my period, like I said, I crave a lot of um, um, cheese. But I mm-hmm. also noticed that if I, instead of, having cheese in the house for that week I will have the pork belly Mm. so it's almost like my body just wants that like that salt that fat kind of thing so if I Mm -hmm. eat some pork belly it just kind of it just kind of makes me feel good you know my mind is quiet Mm -hmm. the cravings are silent you know so it's just like now I know the week before I gotta be on alert because some thought will come Mm -hmm. about something I shouldn't eat and I better have those you know pork belly on hand oh. so lots of yeah lots of beef mainly beef my dad is probably I'd say 80% beef and then and and then some some other meat yeah okay okay yeah I pork belly oh my goodness I just can't get enough you've probably seen me eating my pork belly every single day it's yes. there's something something in there that my body's like yeah eat that you need you need that <laughs> oh, <good. laughs> All right. that good so, fat and just oh yes <laughs> yes that that and then it's so high in the um vitamin k2 you know mm-hmm. and uh thymine which um on carnivore diet that's going to be your best source the thymine which which yeah. is important for energy and all that um okay so now i want to ask you how have you benefited from the carnivore way of eating I love this question. <laughs> I love this question because there's so many things that have happened. So, right. <laughs> um, so, like I said, when I got got into this, this was about weight loss, right? Yes. That's it. Somebody yes. told me you can eat this here. way and you can lose weight. <laughs> yes, so here I came for the weight loss, mm-hmm. but I stayed and I will stay for all of the other unexpected yes. benefits I got. Yes. So it was that I am here. I'm going to lose a bunch of weight. That's how I came in. And then I started eating carnivore. And of course there was some weight loss, but it was not that dramatic thing. Like I said, I haven't lost that much weight on carnivore. I've lost some weight, but 
that's not it. So let's just put this weight yeah. topic on the side. Yeah, it's, How it's am so I? little now. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> I spent my whole life, I need to lose weight. I want to be skinny, but I don't care. I do not care about my weight. And it, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's exciting, right? We get here and then we, it's like we're lured in by the weight, but then our mm-hmm. minds just open up to this whole new yes. thing. So that's what it was, Alyssa. I came in here for the weight. And now, well, first I'm going to start with my mind because okay. I am more, I'm a lot into mental health. I'm a, I'm a student now for you mm-hmm. know, psych mental health. And I never actually, like I knew I had anxiety. I, mm. I knew that. And at some point in my life, I was medicated for it. But it's, it, at another point, I just thought, you know what, I don't want to be these people. Before I even knew about carnivore, keto, or diet, and mental health, I mm-hmm. didn't associate the two when I, but I was <clears throat> taking uh, Lexapro for anxiety, depression type thing. I was but diagnosed with uh, anxiety, but it helped with both because I didn't even know I had the depression mm-hmm. problem until I was on the drug and didn't feel as depressed sometimes. So, but I ended up stopped taking the medication because I just, the stereotype about mental health, I was young, mm-hmm. I didn't understand, but I just didn't want to be one of those people who is dependent on a medication for mental right. health, right? right? So I've stopped taking the, the Lexapro and, 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 but I had learned about just like how working out helps my mind. So I, mm-hmm. I, I've been working out for many, many years now. And I know if I work out, I'm going to have a, a good day. I just know it. If I don't work out, mm-hmm. I better find other things to make my day good or else it's just going to be a struggle mentally. Yeah. So I just started managing my mental health with exercise. <clears throat> but now come to carnivore. So I still had struggles with anxiety. I, and I still had struggles with just like the, the obsessive, like the intrusive negative thoughts about myself, how I feel, mm-hmm. how I, I, I think other people view me, just like that whole thing. And then also the, uh, the binge eating disorder, right, that I, I, I have. But then when I started eating carnivore, my, it's almost like my mind, it's like a this thing where it's like all of a sudden you see the world in a different way, right? So now my mind is quieter. It has quieted my mind. I'm no longer just like obsessing in my mind. Even if I do have a little thing where I'm like, I feel anxious. One of, it's like, it's something that I, I can recognize, but then not ruminate on it for uh, So now it's just like, I recognize my, I, one, I know my triggers. So I stay away from them. But two, it's just like my mind is just quieter. Like even things that used to like blow me up. Now mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, I'm annoyed, but okay, it's not a big deal. And I could just, so it's like, yeah. it just has helped to just quiet my mind with the anxiety. And I know that as long as I'm eating carnivore and clean carnivore, I'm not going to have a binge episode. Right. I know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I, you can try, can you can try if you want to, I've, you know, binged while, well, yeah, yeah. It's just not going to happen. So it's just like, it's like the <laughs> one I'm full. So I ate really good food. So there's no way I'm going to want to go buy a pastry and do all these things. Now, mm-hmm. one, when I eat outside of carnivore, because I'm thinking, oh, I'll just have a little bit of that. I'm never going to have a little bit of something that's not carnivore. Um, then I, that leads me to a binge, but as long as I'm eating carnivore, 
I'm not going to have those mental triggers to go and binge on junk food, you know, or binge on, on things like that. So it has helped me with my anxiety. It has helped me with my binge eating, which the binge eating really is a big thing because this has been going on since I was a child, right? So now my, my what, uh, what else has helped? I, um, with sleep, right? Sleep and energy. I'm the kind of person who is just a nervous sleeper. Like I worked many years night shift. So I think that messed me up on its own. But then also, and then I got dependent on like taking sleeping stuff. Like I would take Benadryl, I would take Benadryl and melatonin. I would take Tylenol PM. I mean, all of the things just to try and like sleep during the day. And then when I transitioned to working at regular, regular hours, I still had that nervous thing like, oh my God, if I don't take this thing, I'm not going to fall asleep. And mm-hmm. I still have those thoughts every, every once in a while, but then I, I don't take, like, I stopped taking Benadryl. I think I, I listened to a Dr. Berry video and he was talking about just like how bad these drugs are, like, especially in your old age and like Alzheimer's and dementia, I forget mm-hmm. which one it was. So I had to tell, stop taking them for that. But then I find myself like, if I actually go to sleep and lay down and sleep, I will fall asleep eventually. So it's like, I don't need yeah. all the, one, because my mind is quiet. I don't have these racing thoughts when I'm trying to fall asleep. And then my body is just, is, is re- it's like, at a, I can just sleep, you know, I can just fall asleep. And even if I don't get enough sleep, which before, if I didn't get enough sleep, if I didn't sleep, like get eight hours, nine hours, I don't know how many hours I thought I needed to sleep, I would wake up and I'd just be a beast. And I'd feel even bad for just like my boyfriend, like I'm grumpy. I didn't sleep good last night. Don't ask me questions. (laughs) But now it's like, even if I say I got like six hours of sleep, which before I thought was impossible for me to feel any type of good, I can have six hours of sleep and I can just have the day. I can go to work. I'm not worried about, oh my God, I'm going to crash later. I'm going to need a second cup of coffee. I don't even drink a second cup of coffee. Like the coffee that I drink is in the morning when I wake up. And then Mm -hmm. my, my energy level is the same all day, whether I ate food at 12 or didn't like, my energy level is just the same. So like it has helped. I'm just level. I, I get sleep. I have the energy for the day. And that's that. And also I was realizing when I was eating um, carbs, I started to have this thing where it's like, um, and I, I know that a lot of people who have like insulin resistance, they get this, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're overweight. And then you start having this thing where it's like, even like under like my, my, my breast, it was just like this, like kind of like this rash. It's like, um, it's like uh, essentially what I believe it is from just like researching it's um, like when you have like candida overgrowth it's like yes like this kind of like yeasty thing it's like I'm just like itching and then sometimes mm. like uh, on uh, other parts of my body like you know folds I just feel like I just have this like it's like my skin is just like not resting it's like I'm itching it's like then I'm like oh you know what I'm just gonna buy like you know whatever cream or powder that I can put so that I don't like sweat because if I sweat then it's gonna it's always like the thing but then I noticed when I started eating carnivore not even thinking about that all of a sudden I didn't have that anymore and even the you know how when you're like you could probably relate when you're you know working out I'm always in sneakers I'm I'm my like so like and then at work I'm in sneakers or whatever Mm -hmm. so like my feet never really got a chance to breathe so sometimes I would have yeah I would have this like irritation in between my toes Mm -hmm. um and I forget the the name for athlete's foot is is what the creams say on on them so then sometimes it would be just so bad that I like put athlete's foot cream to just like Mm -hmm. settle my toes because it's like winter I can like just sit outside in the sun and like have my bare toes out 
But with carnivore, I don't have that anymore. It's just like little things like that, that before they were just so irritating, but I just got used to dealing with them. Right. Right. And I mean, what else? I, it's just so many, so many things, you know, right. I'm just nicer. It's it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's crazy because, you know, you know, all these things have happened. Cause like for me, somebody will ask me and I have my go-to things that I'll say. And then later on, I'm just thinking about 10, 20 things like, oh yeah, that's gone. Mm -hmm. This is better. And you know, (laughs) no, the, my favorite part though, honestly, is like the mental part. Like when I yes. say my mind, it's just like the way I view even the world, you know, like I view, yes. I view people different. Like, I'm like, I'm more, I, I feel like I've always been a nice person because people uh-huh. just told me that. And I, it was my intention to always be nice to somebody, but it was something mm-hmm. I had to think about, right? Like I, I, right. I, I have to be polite. I always have to be kind, but now it's just like, I see people for like, like if somebody is rude to me or rude to someone else instead of me just like writing off that person, like, oh, okay, they're rude. Like I, I don't, you know, I'm now I'm, I'm this kind of person who will always think about why, like what is making that person be this way? You Cards. know, I won't like be quick. Yeah. <laughs> so then it's like, I feel sad for people that if you gotta be that, that upset, and and be rude to someone else like clearly you're not happy with yourself and what is going on inside of you that is making you Mm -hmm. treat other people this way so now I have empathy for people that on my regular days I would have just dismissed and think okay this person's rude or whatever but now I have just empathy for people that I don't like which is so it's like I just see the world in a different way I'm like I'm just life is good and happiness is a choice but at the same time it feels good right it's not like something I gotta Mm -hmm. work on you know wake up meditate it's like I can just wake up and feel okay yeah yeah yes it's that zero carbs in that's what I call it zero carbs in all right so the last question I have for you is do you have any advice for someone thinking about trying carnivore or just starting out Ooh, someone just starting out trying carnivore. I think my advice is, well, it, also it's why do you, what, what is even bringing you to this place mm-hmm. where you're thinking carnivore? You know, where is your mind at and what, what has happened? Because you're all coming with a story. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if your story is similar to mine and it's weight loss, well, first of all, congratulations on even being aware that, you know, weight loss is, a part of getting you to a healthy place. Mm-hmm. But if you're coming to carnivore and for weight loss, I just want to tell you the results will come. But right now, just focus on actually giving it a chance. Just focus on, let me just try carnivore and then just see how I feel. Mm-hmm. Because once you start to feel good, you will start to reevaluate your goals, right? It's like, yeah. you know, you'll start to, to, to realize that it's more than just your weight loss. It's more your health overall, physical, mm-hmm. mental, you know, all of these other things. It's like, just give it a chance because it's going to open up your mind in so many ways. And not only is it going to open up your mind about health in general, you're going to, you're just going to start to build relationships that you didn't realize 
you needed. <laughs> yes. You know, like I'm I'm here right now talking to you. But the first time I ever saw you was on Instagram and I just got so motivated by by just just watching your journey. I mean, we never talked. I didn't even know what your voice was like, but I just was drawn into your energy by just watching what, you, you know, you eating, you working out, you with your kids, you with your husband. And it's just, you know, these, these things that help you with your day that you didn't even realize you needed, right? So it's just like, just try it, give it a chance and just watch your life change. And it's yes. healthy. It's so healthy. Yes. It's going to help you with your overall health all of it <laughs> yes so, every every right. little aspect everything mm -hmm. yes yeah yes well this was so awesome <laughs> i enjoyed this so much it was a lot of fun talking to you and thank you thank you so much again for meeting with me you're welcome thank you for having me i am just so excited to have met you i love your shirt this is my walking billboard i i the world needs to know and i want yes. people to see it and i want them to be like wow you're crazy why are you wearing that shirt and i want to have a conversation you know yes. like let me tell you just let me tell you what it's done for me and mm -hmm. millions of other people <laughs> No, I love that. I love that. And honestly, Alyssa, I think you're doing something great. You know, I, what you're doing as far as even you, with your YouTube channel, sharing your, your, your fitness journey, sharing that you can eat and feel good and look this beautiful, but thank you for sharing it. Right. Because you, you don't even realize how many people you're, you're impacting. You just have no idea because you, you're not thinking, oh, I'm posting this video for, you know, to, to reach a, a thousand views or whatever. You're posting a video to share your journey, but you are impacting so many people in such a positive way. So please keep going. We need more people like you because this healthcare situation going on here is just out of control. <laughs> yes, I know. Oh my goodness, I know. Thank you so much. Those are such kind words. You're welcome. Um, have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you on Instagram, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> All, All right. right, take care, Tiny. You take care. Bye-bye. Okay, Bye. That's it for today. Until next time, stay meaty, stay strong, and stay inspired. Do you have a carnivore story to tell? Connect with me on Instagram at meet, M-E-A-T, Mrs. M-R-S, Grubs, G-R-U-B-S, and I will add you to the list. The world needs to know that meat heals, and I would love to interview you.